I'm Lisa Welsh, and you're listening to Microgreens for growers and consumers. I hope you guys are having a fabulous day, or at least you're gardening in something you love. Hopefully. I don't sound too weird today. The things don't always want to do what I need them to do, and somehow they just don't want to work for me. But I've accepted that fate and that reality and have moved on. So I don't care. I'm just going to make it happen anyway. That's usually what I do. That's one of the things that I find to be the most important thing about owning your own business is having the tenacity to make things happen. And I will. And I just go forward. So I'm actually just sitting here and I was getting some things ready. And by the time you hear this, um, the International Microgreen Growers Association of Florida nonprofit will exist. And it does. Um, so it is all done and established. Well, halfway established. I mean, legally, the entity's been set up. Uh, the board's been put in place, and we've had our first board meeting. So that is kind of cool. Um, so I'm excited for things going forward with that. Um, I think some big things can happen as a result of that. And there are some collaborations and cool opportunities that are definitely there. Specifically for us Florida farmers. Because based on all the research, nothing apparently, I like to do more than research. But we're not going to get into that. But based on everything I've been reading, listening to, and hearing, uh, Florida's probably got the most complete group of microgreen farmers that exist. And I appreciate every single one of you for being part of that. Or if you're not part of the growers, at least being part of our community by listening to my podcast. I appreciate you very much. Um, because never did I think I'd have this many people paying attention to what I had to say. But it's kind of cool, I suppose. It's also kind of weird. But... Some days, and you guys, sometimes, you guys are kind of cryptic. Like, for real. Um, hard to really figure out. But luckily, most of you I've already met. And I'm grateful for that. And the ones I have not met, please, call. Let's meet up. Let's have coffee. Let me come to my farm. I'll go to yours. Or whatever. Um, tell me what you've got growing or what your problems are. And I'd love to just connect. I think connection is very important. Um... But there's one thing I don't think I have the right to not tell you to do. Well, I mean, I don't have the right to tell you anything to do, really. But one thing I need to mention that everyone mentioned to you previously. I know because I've watched the same podcast. You probably watched at some point or the same videos uh, from Donnie Greens to... Um, uh, oh, now the name just escaped me. Well, several other people. Why Donnie's the only one I can remember? I don't know. Probably because I just got an email from him today. So that's probably why. Anyhow, but all the other microgreen growers, they tell you one thing. Perfect one crop before you go on to another. And don't have a lot of crops as varieties. You know, limit your offerings down to a select niche. And really hone in on that. I mean, I think if everyone was just doing that, it could be a huge thing. Like, let me tell you. There are some crops I do not like to grow. And some crops I have problems with. Um, so I was out having, was it dinner? I think it was dinner with another grower in my community. And we were talking about how we could collaborate better, um, to make it so that we weren't both, um, doing the same repetitive tasks that we could maybe join up and make it so that we're working towards the same goal. Uh, but one of us has to do this part and the other part, person does this part. Kind of like, not necessarily like joining organizations or becoming a partnership, but finding a partnership 
that works in part of our business. Um, like, man, I grow a lot of varieties. I mean, a lot of varieties. Like every other week, I have something new at the market that uh, we've never grown before, usually, unless it didn't go very well, then it's not at the market. Um, but the one thing everyone told you was to take heed and to perfect one crop and then move on to the next. It was funny because as I was talking to this grower, she was telling me about a crop that she can't grow. And it is a crop I've never thought twice about. It was um, super simple for me to grow. It's peas. And she's having trouble with it. I find it interesting that we all sit here and we talk about how to grow. And people will have videos on how they grow their crop. And I'll watch them. I'll watch Bootstrap and I'll watch On the Grow and Donnie and... You know, I remember names. And all these other people who put these together, Nate Nate Dodson's, of course, his cheat sheets. I'll use all those resources. Um, and and then Princeton Microgreens. Um, I use all those resources, and I look to see. And, you know, everybody's got a different take. Because at the end of the day, it's not that if you grow it this way, it's going to be perfect. And if you don't grow it this way, it's not going to be perfect. Different things work for different people based on their experience. The funny thing I thought was, I cannot grow in coconut coir. I kid you not. If I put coconut coir down there, it's going to be dead. I don't know how. I don't know why. But it's going to be dead. Again, don't forget, I'm not the grower really in our family. That's my husband. But if I'm helping out and growing, it's going bad. If it's me. And therefore, this other grower, she doesn't grow in anything but coir. And I thought to myself, how do you grow in that stuff? Because everything I put in there just dies. So it made me just think about how we need to be considerate. And, you know, a lot of times we want to jump down someone's throat and say, well, that's not how you do it. You're wrong. You're not wrong. That's how you had success. And that's how I had success. And whatever it is, it is. And stop being so um, as if there's an absolute answer. There's not. We're growing crops. I mean, some people's crops will grow in different times. I mean, we were late putting our tomatoes in and everyone's like, oh, you're not going to have any tomatoes. Guess what? I got tomatoes. <laughs> Still in time. How did that happen? I like to credit it to the, um, giving it to my husband and telling him he better put a lot of nutrients into that stuff and just, you know, bulk it up. But nonetheless, I needed my tomatoes and I needed to do it how I had to do it for my own family's tomatoes this year. So that's what I got for you today. So basically, just keep being fun and working things out. And I'm here for you in any way I can. And hopefully, I'll get to meet the rest of you. And hopefully, you'll all join with me in making the Florida chapter of the Microgreen Association the most successful organization that exists. Why? Well, because honestly, when you talk to big farmers, sometimes they don't know what we sell. And they don't seem to always be receptive to us so by doing it this way we are making our own niche our own network and once we start launching commercials or whatever it is that comes next you'll know you're a part of that and to ward off any regulations you'll know you're a part of that so i'll talk to you guys next week bye <laughs>